0: Bruce Arian speaks out on Tom Brady's impact on the offense. The Bucks almost brought Larry Legend to town. And more information emerges regarding Brady's alleged near stint with the Miami Dolphins. All that and more on this episode of the Locked On Bucks podcast. Let's go.
1: You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. <laughs>
0: What's up, Bucks Nation, and welcome to the Locked On Bucks Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Thank you for making us your first listen or view of the day. I'm James Yarko, joined by my esteemed colleague, Mr. David Harrison. You can check out everything I'm doing over at BucksNation.com, find everything David is doing over at BucksGameday.com. And you can follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JArco underscore Bucks, and at D Harrison
2: eighty two. Thank you again, Bucks Nation, for making us your first view or your first listen every single day. James, recently former Buccaneers head coach Bruce Arians was on with the Arizona Sports ninety eight point seven FM radio station for an interview. Obviously, he's got ties back to Arizona with his time with the Cardinals, uh, the Arizona beat reporters, and all those guys in the media there still love. BA from his time with the Arizona Cardinals. and It's hard for anybody to really blame him. So he was asked a myriad of questions, right? He's about his retirement, about Todd Bowles, about Tom Brady, about the offense, and yada, yada, yada. At one point in time, Bruce is asked about the future of offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich, and Arians made some comments that uh, I, like you mentioned, at BucksGameDay.com, part of Sports Illustrated. I wrote it up uh, because I liked what he said about Byron. I wanted to get it out there to the masses. But, James, there are people taking it a little bit differently before we get into that, I want you and everybody who hasn't heard it yet to hear it again. This is a, a portion of Bruce Arians' interview with Arizona Sports ninety eight point seven FM.
0: Talking to Bruce Arians, Coach, uh, you've always been really, uh, you know, intense uh, about taking care of you guys. Like you said earlier, and one of the guys that has ties to the Cardinals too, that's that's there with you in Tampa is Byron Left. Which I'm just wondering, you know, what what do you see as as his future in this
1: league? I really thought he was going to be the head coach of Jacksonville Jaguars this year. Got uh, so so close. Yeah, it's on the horizon for him. I mean, he's a star, and uh, he, I, I get credit, and Brady gets way too much credit for what Byron does with our offense. And uh, one of the reasons I, I hope he gets all the credit he deserves this year uh, to get a head coaching gig, you know, he had about four or five teams real interested last year. And I would anticipate him to be a head coach real fast. Okay.
2: All right, Mr. Erkel, once again, that was Bruce Arians talking with the guys over Arizona Sports, 98.7 FM, asked about Byron Lefwich. And you hear Bruce, right, talks about how Byron, uh, super intelligent, does a lot of things for the offense, um, thought he was going to get a job, specifically the Jacksonville Jaguars job, but there, there were four or five teams actually interested potentially uh, in Byron this last offseason that he expects that he will get a head coaching job very, very soon, most likely next offseason. And he wants to see Byron get all the credit he deserves this year for the Buccaneers offense, which is a glowing, a glowing recommendation from Bruce Arians for his, for his young pupil. But what a lot of people clung to was, quote, I get credit and Brady gets way too much credit for er, Brady gets way too much credit. Now, I want to play the audio for you, for our listeners, for anybody who hasn't heard that, because I think voice inflection and emphasis matters here. And I think it matters that Bruce Arian said, again, quote, I get credit and Brady gets way too much credit for what Byron does with our offense, end quote. Not quote, I get or not quote, because it's not the quote, but I get credit and Brady gets way too much credit for what Byron does with our offense. James, what are your thoughts after you hear that interview?
0: Um, I think it's the truth. I really, truly do, because what does everybody say about the success of the Buccaneers' offense over the last two years?
2: Well, it's Brady's offense. Yeah, No, it's Whereas not. VA's, even Jameis, it was B.A.'s offense.
0: It's, yeah. You know what I mean? With, yeah. with Jameis, it was B.A.'s offense. With Palmer, it was B.A.'s offense. Andrew Luck, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger— it was B.A.'s offense, and Brady comes in, and now it's Brady's offense. No, yep. what they did was they worked together, and they formed a hybrid, but Byron Leftwich has done a fantastic job in basically fusing those two styles together, and that's yep. what made the offense so successful. It was taking what B.A. wants to do, it was taking what Tom Brady wants to do, and saying, here is our hybrid offense, It's the the Bruce Brady offense, and and I'm the one in charge. So it's the Bruce Brady Byron offense, and and this is what I'm working with. This is what I am doing. And, yeah, I do think that Bruce Arians gets too much credit, and I do think Tom Brady gets too much credit for what Byron does. Byron's kind of the overlooked guy on this coaching staff, right? We give Todd Bowles all the credit in the world when it comes to the defense or all the blame in the world, Um, right. when it comes to the defensive side of the ball. But when it, it, you and I are as guilty of it as anybody, because I know I've done it. Absolutely. I know you've done it. We've talked about, oh, you know, Brady in this, in this Bruce Arians offense, or, or can you imagine how Chris Olave would fit in this Bruce Arians offense? It's not Bruce's offense anymore. It's Byron's and it's been Byron's for two years. So yeah, we're, we're 100% guilty of it. And, and, Bruce is dead on. He's not saying anything cruel or mean or taking shots. He's Mm -hmm. simply saying, give this man the credit that he is due because it's not me and it's not Brady. It's him. It's his offense. It's his show.
2: He's the one running it. Yeah, it's the words way too much. It, that's what it's the words yeah. way too much. It's the I get credit. Brady gets way too much credit. And but that's why I want everybody to hear it, because, again, you hear the voice. There, there is no intention in that voice. There's there's no direction. There's no sharp edges to any of the words Bruce Arians says about Tom Brady in that comment. The point of the comment was to put a spotlight on what Byron Leftwich does with that offense now. um, So so that's I think that's first and foremost. I don't think you don't think so. The locked on Bucks official stance on that comment is no. Bruce Arians is not taking a shot at Tom Brady in that comment, Um, but as far as Byron Leftwich, yeah, I'll be the first to admit I have said and I will continue to say I don't believe we have seen Byron Leftwich be a full fledged, one hundred percent in control offensive coordinator on an NFL team yet, and I stand by that. This year is going to be different because there's no choice, right? There's no assistant offensive coordinator now people are still going to say, yeah, but Tom Brady's there. Okay, there's a quarterback there on every single team. And I would say the best offensive coordinators in the NFL talking to you, Scott Turner, Washington Commanders, who doesn't do this, is to get input from your quarterback and do what your quarterback does best. So if Tom Brady or Carson Wentz or Andrew Luck or Baker Mayfield comes up to you as an offensive coordinator and says, hey, you know what? Really not comfortable under center, very much more comfortable doing play action, which I get still comes from under center most of the time, or in shotgun, and you go... Tough nuggies, no shotgun, no play action. Everything's under center because this is David Harrison's offense and that's how we're going to run things. You're probably going to get fired. So every offensive coordinator has to deal with a quarterback when you blend those styles and I don't think What I'm really looking forward to, James, is because Bruce Aarons kind of mentioned this before and he kind of dropped little nuggets here. They're non-confirmed. My question has always been, Bruce will admit, there are times where I get on the heads and I say, take a shot here. Don't take a shot here. Whatever, whatever. This is a chess match. And if Byron is moving pawns and moving his rook and moving his knight and doing all these things, and then halfway through the game, Bruce says, hey, do a a king swap. I don't remember what it's called. Whatever it is, the thing where the king and the rook swap. And Byron's like, okay, boss, Like you're the boss, so I'm going to do it. But that wasn't in his strategy. It impacts things. You know what I mean? So I'm excited to see Byron Leftwich execute his offense with Tom Brady without someone in his ear potentially once or twice, even in a game saying, now do this. So let's see how Byron and Tom set the stage. That's going to tell you, I think, as much as you need to know about Byron running the offense. And I think that Byron will get his flowers if this offense looks good. Especially, James, they've got one of the tougher. They're like in the middle of the road for a toughness of schedule this year. So I think this I think Bruce will get what he wants if the Buccaneers offense is humming this year.
0: Yeah, we already know that that new head coach Todd Bowles has said that he wants to run the ball more this season. You'll know, be more committed to the run. That we've seen in the past. So, my quick question to you, David. Over under 21 and a half complaints on Twitter
2: about the Buccaneers running the ball on first down. Easily over. Per game. Per Especially game. oh, per game. Especially if the Buccaneers draft a running back in the first three rounds. Cause the only reason you're at drafting a quarter a running back in the first three rounds with Leonard Fournette, Keyshawn Vaughn, and Giovanni Bernard on your on your roster is because you need to spread the wealth.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of running on first down and and I think it was made to be more than what it was. I I can't remember exactly where they ranked in in the uh in the league in terms of percentage of runs on first down, but I want to say they were outside the top 10. At least they were at some point last season. It just seemed like a lot more, but David, we have more from that interview coming up in just a minute about how the Buccaneers nearly landed Another future Hall of Famer on their roster last season. But first, you know we got to talk about betonline.net. They are your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all of the latest sports developments, including this week's Masters Championship Odds Tiger out there doing his thing. You love to see it. Podcasts and reviews for all the different leagues this season. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts.
1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Thanks the Unbox Nation, for making the Locked On Bucks Podcast your first listen or view every single day. David Harrison and James Yarko coming at you, James, on Twitter at bucks and at bucksnation.com. You can find me at dharrison82 and at bucksgameday.com. The show is at Locked On Bucks. Make sure you're following us, but but make sure you're also following the Locked On NFL Podcast, Locked On Experts, covering the biggest stories, from around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and it's available wherever you get podcasts, including the Locked on Bucks podcast, where we talk about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, James, who ranked 18th overall in rushes on first and 10 in the 2021 NFL season. That's a I thing love you, David. That happened. Thank also, you. a thing that happened in the 2021 NFL season is... Head coach Bruce Arians reached out to a former player when star wide receiver Chris Godwin went down went down with an ACL injury, uh, that we later found out, obviously, was a torn ACL and ended his 2021 NFL season. Uh, still got his money, still got his extension, so very happy for that, and his recovery still appears to be on track. But Bruce Arians was asked about Larry Fitzgerald, and honestly, the guys there at Arizona Sports 98.7 FM Kind of asked it jokingly it, it, when I listened to the interview. It was kind of like, "Oh, BA, did you ever, did you ever call up Larry Fitzgerald and get him down there to play with Tom Brady?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I did."
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that they were very surprised. <laughs>
2: yeah, and basically he said after Chris Godwin uh, got injured. Now he said after Chris Godwin went down and we lost some guys, so I think AB is some guys. Um, so basically, wow. after the Buccaneers wide receivers uh, crew, you know, got depleted through through other activities. Bruce said he called up Larry Fitzgerald and I mean, it wasn't a huge in-depth story, but basically he said he called up Larry He said, hey, how do you feel? How do you feel about playing? Larry said, coach, I can run about two routes right now. I appreciate you reaching out, but it's not going to happen. He said, hey, just got to check on your brother. So and those are those are paraphrasing. You can hear it in B.A.'s voice. But so, Larry, I mean, Larry has not officially retired, but if in 2021 he can only run about two routes, about two routes. 2022. That's probably about one and a half routes, and one of those routes is probably standing still, being a decoy. So I love the idea, James, uh, that that Larry Fitzgerald was called. I I I painfully hate the the fact that the the potential for Larry Fitzgerald to play in a Bucks uniform with quarterback Tom Brady was offered into the universe, and somehow the universe did not find a way to make it happen. Because you know I'm a huge fan of Larry Legend, uh, but the fact that the call was made, I love that story. Um, what do you think about Bruce Arians reaching out to, uh, to go to number 11 there last season? Uh, it makes me very
0: sad, yeah. but it also makes me a little bit happy that, you know, thanks to to Spider-Man and Dr. Strange, we know that somewhere yes. in the multiverse, there is a good David point. and a James hosting locked on box, talking yes. about how Larry Fitzgerald caught a touchdown from Tom Brady uh, in the playoffs uh, last season. So,
2: yeah, imagine I mean that and you know what when Larry throws touchdown balls into the stands, he launches them. He yeah, doesn't he, do like for a second row. He launches them. So you imagine the poor Buccaneers in turn has got to run through like the club level to find the fan that caught the ball to try to get that thing back. Oh. Uh
0: Very yeah, tough. I it's it is nice because you and I talked about it a lot for for those that were around, you know, during the injury and the striptease dance off the field. Um you know, we talked about do they reach out to Larry Fitzgerald? You know, Larry and Tom Brady and Jim Gray do a podcast and a SiriusXM show together, and and all this stuff. You know, it made sense. He he wouldn't. You know, he just would have had to brush up on some some game shape, no. and uh, you know, he already knew the playbook. He could be out there, be some help. So you're right. It is it is really cool that that was actually a an idea, a plan, something that they did think about trying to make happen. It mm-hmm. just makes me very, very sad that it didn't actually end up happening. But Larry Fitzgerald's one of the best to ever do it. it. On the field, off the field, love Larry Fitzgerald. And, you know, I hope he enjoys his retirement whenever he finally files his papers.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, I echo those sentiments. And I actually was wondering, as I was listening to the interview, I, I wrote it up for uh, for SI.com, for again, for BuckSameDay.com. And I was actually wondering, like, can Larry, because I don't think Terrell Owens ever retired officially either, right? Because he's like, he's still from time to time says, Hey, I can still play. Um, I think he did because he's in the he hall. Of officially? That's why I was going to ask. Can Larry, yeah. Cause I mean, you figure he's a first ballot guy, right? But so does that clock start from the last time he played or does he have to officially retire? Because I mean, if he has to officially retire, the, the clock still hasn't started. I could be wrong. Yeah. Um, But I do believe it's when you officially retire. That's what I think, too. And that's weird because that means somewhere out there, we're going to have to have this conversation of Larry Fitzgerald, even though we're not a Cardinals podcast, we're going to have this conversation of Larry Fitzgerald having been out of the game for like eight years, but still not being in the Hall of Fame, uh, potentially, because Larry doesn't seem to be uh, in too big of a rush to to go out there and file his papers. But I'll tell you what, James, I've been in a pretty big rush recently going to one of my favorite websites built.com because they have been dropping some crazy mad flavor skills in the shape of protein bars that are good for you and they taste good because if you haven't tried built puffs yet you're missing out on one of the best parts of the built.com lineup puffs are the first ever protein infused marshmallow they're fluffy they're marshmallowy they're not just a protein bar they're a treats i had two of them today don't judge me i had some flavors come in all built bars are covered in 100 real chocolate yes including the puffs 100 percent Real chocolate, they're low-calorie, high-protein. Most Built Bars contain just 130 calories with 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. They make it delicious first, then they figure out how to make it healthy, and they nail it almost every single time. Look, guys, not a fan of cherry, not a fan of coconut. Coconut and cherry, guys, they love the flavors of Built Bars. I just don't personally like those flavors in general. Not Built.com's fault, but they have new flavors. Caramel Brownie James is available right now. Yellow chirps, which I thought was going to be like those other uh, chicken-looking marshmallow things that you see around this time of year. But they're actually lemon-flavored. Interesting. I ordered some just to try them out. And then brownie batter built Puffs. I got those in the mail on Thursday. Immediately had to tear into one. It is as good as it sounds like it is. Those flavors are available right now. So go to built.com like I did. Use the promo code LOCK15 like I did and get 15% off your order like I did at built.com Again, the promo code LOCK15 15% off at built
1: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked On Bucks Podcast. James Yarko, David Harrison on Twitter at jyarko underscore bucks at dharrison 80 dose. And Mike Florio is sticking to his guns, dropping more information regarding the Dolphins nearly getting Tom Brady. Um, David, I'm going to kick this over to you first. You did write this okay. one up for Day.com. Yeah. And um, yeah, I have thoughts, but yeah. I want you to
2: introduce the uh, what was being reported. Right. So again, yeah, allegedly a lot of things have been reported, allegedly, allegedly, and Florio is one of the main sources that has been uh, reporting some of this stuff. Look, back on February 28th, just to catch everybody up on just kind of one thread of this Tom Brady saga that's happened this offseason. Back on February 28th, Florio and and Pro Football Talk reported that Tom Brady was in talks to go join uh, the Miami Dolphins at one point in time. And immediately a lot of people kind of discredited it. And then then there was the other guy that came out with a report as well basically pointing to the fact that Tom Brady came out of or retired rather right on February 1st. And on the very same day, Brian Flores announced his or dropped his lawsuit. It became public knowledge about his lawsuit that some other coaches have since joined those two events, apparently according to Florio, not necessarily a coincidence. Basically what was supposed to happen is that Tom Brady was going to retire from the NFL by a minority stake of the Miami Dolphins, a la Derek Jeter and then once he was embedded as he, as a minority owner of the Miami Dolphins, coax Sean Payton out of retirement, trade for the rights to hire him from the New Orleans Saints, bring him in as a head coach. Once that was in place, Tom Brady was then going to go to the Buccaneers and say, I need you to trade my rights to my team that I now own, and I'm going to play for the Miami Dolphins. That apparently was the plan on February 1st when Tom Brady announced that he was stepping away from the game. Then the Brian Flores lawsuit happened. And again, according to Florio, or at least what I'm inferring from Florio, is that the two are connected. There is not That is not a coincidence. That basically messed all of this up. So then Tom Brady basically had to reevaluate his stock. Obviously, San Francisco wasn't going to happen. Nothing was going to happen. So he decided to go ahead and come back to Tampa. And maybe the Miami Dolphins minor, minority share thing will still happen. That is all kind of what we have known. The only real new information, this one, James, is this is actually the first time I've heard the part. And again, I don't track everything. I'm not, I'm not the internet. Um, I do read the internet, but uh, this is the first time I have heard a report that said that Brady was going to be a co or an owner and a player at the same time. My impression before was that he wanted to play down there. And then once he officially retired, would become an owner. That's the first time I've heard this. And Florio also revealing that at the time of that February 28th report, Members of the Miami Dolphins secretly confirmed all of that information, all of those plans to him at on February 28th is when he claims that that was uh, confirmed. That is the first time I've heard any media entity confirming that someone inside the building, the organization said, yes, this is true. And why that's significant to me, James, because you know, as I know we can say things are made up or exaggerated and sometimes they are exaggerated. I don't know that guys like Florio and Locke and Fora make things up. I think everything they say comes from somewhere, but maybe it's exaggerated or they're taking, they're connecting dots that maybe don't need to be connected. I'll, I'll go to that. But saying that someone inside the organization told you that's an extra step. So that's why it caught my attention. That's why I want to talk about it real quick here on this episode. Here's my big
0: thing. If yeah. First and foremost, I think Florio is the kind of guy who will go out of his way to try to justify reports that he's already made. He is the, he is the 101 of confirmation bias. That is what he's looking for. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, here's my other thing. He says in this article, and this is my big issue with all this. If Tom Brady wants to sign with the Dolphins in 2023 as a free agent, fine. You do yeah. you. You torture Bill Belichick twice a year. You and Giselle and the kids, you have a great time in South Beach. Happy for you. Thanks yeah. for the Super Bowl or two.
2: Right. Two.
0: Mike Florio is saying that people within the Miami Dolphins organization confirmed that this was the plan. So let me ask you this Does that mean. That the Miami Dolphins or someone affiliated with the Miami Dolphins Mm -hmm. uh, spoke with a player who is under contract to or whose exclusive negotiating rights were held by another club. Yes, absolutely. So they tampered. Absolutely. That's exactly what happened. And now Florio has outed them for tampering.
2: Yes, 100%. And against the Saints. I mean, you can't talk to a head coach that's under contract about being your head coach either. So they have tampered twice. Times two. Which
0: which brings us to, to this. Any violation of the anti-tampering policy will subject the involved club and or person to severe disciplinary action by the commissioner in such cases, in addition to all other penalties provided by the constitution and bylaws, the commissioner may award or transfer a selection choice or choices and, or deprive the offending club of a selection choice or choices and, or may find the offending club, uh, you know, or suspend someone within the club without yeah. pay, uh, to take it one step further. This would the, the Dolphins sought out speaking to Tom Brady and Sean Payton and, and putting this cockamamie scheme together, correct? Yeah. Yep. So that would be willful violations yep. of the anti tampering policy, which, uh, there would be evidence that establishes that it is more than likely that a club deliberately set out to violate the anti tampering policy, which is exactly what this is, in which case the punishments get even worse. So my big thing is if Florio is right, where is the investigation or where are the punishments? Because the Buccaneers should oh. be getting some extra draft picks here in about two weeks, courtesy of the Miami Dolphins.
2: Yeah, I mean the only thing I'll say about that is that there's got to be a complaint in order for there to be an investigation. And Mike Florio alone is not going to trigger an NFL investigation. And we already know how great the NFL is about investigating itself. Um, so unless the Buccaneers and or the Saints go and formally put out a complaint, that's never going to happen. And honestly, in some of these situations, James, I mean, let's just be real. Like we, we know how this NFL work real world works. It's possible. I know what Bruce Arians said at the comp. I know what Jason Light said at the comp, But it's absolutely possible that the Dolphins were talking to Jason Light as well, and Bruce Arians of the Buccaneers saying, "Look," uh, and and I don't mean to spin up other conspiracies, but if Tom wants to leave Tampa, what is it going to take? And they start you know three first, five first, whatever. So you're actually in cahoots together. You're talking, and then you're actually talking about a trade. You're not even talking about tampering because tampering goes into well i mean you are tampering because you're talking directly to the player but anyway without a complaint you're not going to get an investigation what's interesting to me though james is this this totally dramatic offseason that really is just unnecessary like when you look at the buccaneers roster it's like 90 the same roster with a couple of additions this should be the most calm offseason of them all but this is probably the most hectic offseason since the one where james winston was waiting on his suspension like honestly i can i can say that for the buck for the tampa bay buccaneers Brian Flores, uh, again, some other coaches have joined his lawsuit, and there's probably more to come the way that these things tend to build. What's interesting to me is that he's already shown, he, he's not pulling any punches with this organization, right? We've heard the story about him walking onto a boat with the Miami Dolphins owner, seeing Tom Brady there. was like, whoa, this is tampering. I'm out. I'm curious to find out how many of these stories he is going to let out of the bag when this investigation is being conducted or when, you know, these depositions Uh, Come out and this lawsuit starts working its way through. So I think that's where we're getting a lot of this. Regardless, shout out to my guys, Mike and Gabe, in the Twitter DMs. We were talking about this earlier and they agree that this whole thing is ridiculous. And Florio is just trying to make himself, you know, trying to confirm his own reports that are unsubstantiated, all that stuff. If there's any fire around all this smoke, I want a 30 for 30. I need a 30 for 30. We got a lot. Like, this is made for prime time dramatics and theatrics. Uh, what, one more thing I'll throw on the cool to fire brick uh, or pile James is this. Tom Brady is the most followed player in NFL history, I would argue. He is the most followed player. Like other veteran players follow him where he's going. Ryan Jensen, zero reports he's talking to the Dolphins. Alex Kappa, zero reports he's talking to the Dolphins. Carlton Davis, Jordan Whitehead, Chris Godwin. There weren't a lot of reports anywhere where okay. he was going to go, but there were talks that he was going to test the market. Again, Dolphins didn't come out. No Buccaneers that had expiring contracts, rumored, quote unquote, or visited the Miami Dolphins. To me, that's a big red flag because if Tom was going to go to Miami, I can't imagine he doesn't want to take, one, his Super Bowl winning center with him. Two, I mean, Rob, Gronk, again, like Gronk, there, there was Buffalo, there was Cincinnati, there was no Miami for Gronk. So that's my big thing is where are the associated players going with him to Miami if this was part of the plan? Um, that's 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 another hole, and by itself, it's a small hole. But on top of everything you also you also said, it seems to be a little bit bigger of a hole.
0: Yeah, and that that does make a lot of sense. You know, the the biggest thing that we heard outside of Kappa going to the Bengals was that Deshaun Watson had reached out to Leonard Fournette and to um, Jarvis sure. Landry about joining him in Atlanta. Yeah. And it sounded like that was pretty much a done deal until Cleveland came in and did what they did, bringing Leonard Fournette back to Tampa Bay. So you would have thought that that would have been a conversation that that maybe Leonard Fournette would want to go with Brady over there. And let's be honest, the Miami Dolphins, even with the move to get Tyreek Hill, which was well after all of this Brady stuff, it just didn't make sense. If you only have one or two years left, why are you going to go to a team that isn't anywhere near as good the team that you're already on. And the last thing that I'm going to say on it, we've heard this from Florio repeatedly. We've heard the rumors from WEEI and uh Nessun in Boston. We haven't heard a single peep out of the three most reliable insiders around the NFL, Ian Rappaport, Adam Schefter,
2: um, Jay Glazer, they're not talking about yeah. that. And Rick Stroud, Greg Almond, will add them add them to the mix too. Scott Reynolds, like none of them are right. getting any after uh, after effects. Um, and this too. And real quick for all the Miami Dolphins fans out there who might be skimming by to tell us how wrong we are, you're not trading for Tyreek Hill if you're trading for Tom Brady and Sean Payton.
0: Yeah, that's true. That is 100% true. All right, David, we are going to get out of here. Thank you again so much for making the Locked On Bucks podcast your first listen or view of the day. Now you need to make your second listen the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day. With insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices, it is free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We are going to be back on a mock draft Monday. But until then, if you have questions, topics, draft concerns, you just want to say, yeah, I'm not buying into Florio's report either. Give us a shout at 813-444-5841. Or send us an email to LockedOnBucksPodcast at gmail.com. Com. For my co host David Harrison, who you can find over at bucksgameday.com. I am James Yarko over at bucksnation.com. Make sure you're following all the Twitter handles at lockedonbucks, at jyarko underscore bucks, and at dharrison82. Hope you all have an absolutely amazing weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another, fire those cannons.
1: We thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.